All right, everything's good? You can hear? Yeah. You good on that one? Yes, sir. All right, bet. Yo, Brandon, Osh, welcome to the podcast. Yo. Pleasure having you. Riz, yes, sir. surprise guest. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. How you guys feeling today? Tell me a little bit more about where you guys are coming from, a commercial shoot? Yeah, we was doing like, uh, we was just posted up with my boy, like City James and like Oss. And they, they were shooting like a Reebok, like um, Pyre Moss. Yeah, co- yeah. Uh, collab commercial. Were you guys uh, you guys involved in that or no? Just nah, showing. You just post it up. Post it up. Yeah. Word. Yeah, man. Yo, this is funny because we've been. To- I've, what we talked. I talked about you what two or three times on this podcast yeah. so far, and now we finally introduced <laughs> you to the to the camera. Uh, we go back, man. It's been it's been what since you said you. you I met you when you were what eighteen. Eighteen. Yo, refresh. Fifteen. Yeah, refresh my <laughs> mind though, man. Like, where was it? Where was it that? I- oh no, I know. We talked about this. It yeah. was uh at. My homie uh, Mark shit, Top Shelf Premium, yeah, right? Yeah. What were you doing there that day? I don't even remember, but like I used to post up there a lot. Word? Yeah. I think he's got a new shop. Uh, you know Top Shelf? Uh, I've been one time where I think Rad did the freestyle. Yep. Okay, yeah, It's yeah, like yeah, a little that, warehouse space or something like that. That was the, uh, that was the studio. J-Hart shit. Yeah, that was yeah. J-Hart's old studio over on like uh, Decatur. Yeah. I think it was like deeper in Brooklyn. His, uh, his original shop was in uh, Lower East Side. And uh, it was like posted up in the back of like a fancy boutique. You know what I mean? You like wouldn't even know it was right. there or whatever. And uh, I met Brandon. I was there. I was um, I was doing some. Uh, I think it, yeah, it was his birthday. I was doing uh, birthday shopping for Bishop Nauru when I was at um, Mass Appeal. Facts. And I guess he's like super into to vintage like Tommy and all that stuff. So I was there probably for like a good two hours like. Taking pictures, sending it back. Taking pictures, sending it back to like people at the label, like trying to figure personal out which one it was. Yeah, <laughs> basically on some like personal shopping shit, like on my bike or whatever. And uh, yeah, I just met you there, man. And I don't even know how we started the conversation. Did yeah, I don't even remember at all. This is all blurry. But, but you weren't you weren't even working with like Radimism then back then, right? Nah, nah. Like, what, what were you up to back then? Shit, I was in college and interning with Static, just being in clubs. Oh, and, you did intern with Static, weren't you with um? What's that other label? Uh, weren't you like doing some stuff with uh, the other Sean label. P's label? Oh no, no. I did some um, some street team shit, but um, yeah, I didn't work for them. What was yeah, that? I was, what's that label? What's the name of that? Duck label? Down, Duck Down Record. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't remember for a second. But yeah, no, it's it's been like a it's been a minute, Duck man. Duck Down and, James and yep, yeah, yeah, Duck yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think I, I don't know. I no, nah, I never met Static there. At, when anything duck down related, I think I met him at somewhere else, like Mass Appeal or some shit. Yeah. But yeah, man, it's been like a long time. Uh, and you got a lot of shit going on now. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let's talk about it. Which, yeah, uh, what, explain to the people, like, you know, a little bit of like what you do, um, kind of like how you got to this point or whatever. And I got a bunch of questions we're going to top back in, but I just want to give like a, everybody like a basic understanding of, of this guy right here. You know what I mean? Big B. Big B. <laughs> So, like, pretty much the fast-forward story is, like, 2015, intern with Static, get in touch with him through my boy Bedlam yeah. over at um, Show-Off Marketing and that stuff. Started doing Street Team. Within a month, I just got cool with Static because he was like, yo, you know all your shit. Like, you just know all the shit I grew up on, and, like, you just hit. Yeah. So, he just had me around the studio, had me meet people. I think I already knew he had a show on Shade 45, but I didn't know it was a weekly thing or whatever. Yeah, it was a show off radio, right? Yeah, so then he started bringing me up, and it just became a 
a thing where I became a phone screener and shit. Okay. And I would make sure guests come on time and all that. that so you're like, can't manage talent and stuff like that. Yeah, make sure exactly. it runs smooth. So I'm meeting like all these artists early. Logic, Earth Gang, like all these people, management, Boogie. I think Boogie was like the first artist. Like I had a meeting at Shade 45 and fast forward to Shady shit. But yeah, now he's signed to Shady, right? Yeah, yeah it's okay. crazy. Yeah. yeah, but um, you know, same shit with Gazelda because it's the first time they ever pulled up to Shade 45, I was there too. Word. Yeah, so like I've known them, Benny, Westside, Conway, all those guys since then, but uh, still full circle. Yeah, you know, man. Like, it's crazy too because I was just telling Riz before you when you were using the bathroom, I was like, oh, yo, it's, I've basically had like all of Mogul Club on this podcast so far. You <laughs> know what I mean? And uh, you know, you're like the completion of it now, uh, being kind of like more on like the management side, even though you're not managing all of them as a whole, but like you're all affiliated. You know what I mean? Exactly. And uh. I want to like touch base on like how how that even came about like because rap news was the first episode um but i just i just want to know like how because i don't really know if i know that story like how uh things came to be of you even meeting radam is and like the mobile club guys and yeah. uh like ended up kind of working with them you know what i mean so uh story twist so like i met history first okay yeah i went to the five towns college with him okay uh, like okay. i was a freshman he was a junior or like on his way out but he, he was like one of the few people outside my class that showed love. And yeah. He was like the known producer and shit, but then like, and, and rapper. And I remember he would just tell everybody about Radamiz and just like Righteous and all that shit that they were promoting. Mm. So I, I was kind of familiar with the name, but like by the time, um, random, but my boy Justin Clancy, I used to intern with that show off, like, who's like a dope ass artist now. So I fuck with him. But like he um, invited me to this like um, team backpack event that they were doing like last minute with Token, Chris Rivers, like Loaf Music, all those people. And I pulled up last minute with yeah. them. And then like as I walked in, like History and Rap were on stage or something like that. I remember seeing Rap. Before. Did History did History rap on that on that series or was he just jump? No, nah, I think he was just probably with Rad. You know, I don't remember if he even rapped with him, but I remember they were both there. And then they. You know, history just connected me right then. And there. Yeah. And then, like, he was promoting Righteous. We stayed in touch. And then, I don't know what it was, but I was just, like, yo, static. Like, this Righteous project just came out. I think you would fuck with it. Just random email. And he's like, yo, you should bring him up tomorrow. I was just like, oh, oh shit. shit. All right. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> so, you know, I ended up bringing him up. Um, mm -hmm. And then from there, like, it just, like, became history. And... We just stayed in touch, and then I wanted to be an A and R and just want to work on projects, and I figured out what I wanted to do in the industry. And just like months later, that's when I hit up like Rad, like Yo, what you on like today? Because I want to link with you. Yeah, I have this idea of me being your A and R, and he's like, All right. And then we just like kicked it at the hookah spot and told him my ideas and. You know, I was like, yo, I got this this producer Budgie who I think you fuck with. They end up that's when I end up becoming stage right. Like, okay, yeah. you know, so just crazy but that's how it came about and then i saw like people were like talking to him about management or whatever but then like it, none none of it really fell through and then like i was just like i'm gonna be your manager yeah and then that's basically just how it started word were you like how did the idea of like what were you doing beforehand you know to get to the point of feeling like a and r and could be something that you were doing i know you were saying you were with static and you were kind of like you know working with artists and stuff and then you said you kind of just put the righteous project in Static's hands, you know what I mean? Yeah. Were you doing anything before that? Like, you know, as far as just like trying to to, to send stuff out to people independently or? Um, I don't remember. I just knew I just 
wanted to find some like ground in the industry. Yeah. And I knew that A and R was my calling. Word. Um I just didn't know how to start that because also too, I was an intern at with static and everybody knows me at Shape Forty Five, but then I'm also like working and in college and I'm trying to get intern college credit and every label saying no, regardless of like my relationships, which was yeah. crazy. So then like I ended up reaching out a bunch of times. I realized Shady had like an offer or whatever or yeah. online and I just like submit that over and then yeah. I just got the call. I'm like, all right. Word. You Hell know, yeah. So it's that's a funny story. Every time I hear these stories, I think I think back um when I was in college doing in Brooklyn College doing like the radio and stuff. I had that's you know, that's like one thing that I like fucked up on, you know, when I was in college. It was like I was like Nah, I'm not interning nowhere, bro. Like, you know what I mean? I'm doing, I'm doing my radio show. You gotta get paid. <laughs> that's basically. I mean, you know, that's what it was. Cause I was like, cause when I, cause my first two and a half years of college, I was playing baseball. I thought that's what I was gonna be doing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So like, when I decided to leave school in Jersey, I went to Brooklyn College. Brooklyn College is the first school I visited, and uh, they had like crazy radio program. They had like three studios and like all the shit. And uh, I was kind of like involved with that in high school. And so I like got there. I started my own radio show. Actually, I interned for uh, a previous a radio show before I could get my own. Mm. And it was crazy because this was like during the times where I this was about having my own show too. Yeah, yeah. It, yo, it was tight. Uh, and um, it was it was crazy because like I started off like DJing um, on the show. Like I really wasn't on there. I forgot the name of the show that I was on. It was with two people, but like I started off as a DJ, and we used to have these uh, the old like. Not the, like the old turntables that you could insert CDs to. Oh, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and like I was doing it or whatever. And it was, I don't know, like I, you know, I like got to the point where I was like, all right. And I was like t- spending so much time like using editing software to like, because I wanted to play songs that weren't played on the radio. You yeah. know what I mean? But you can't do that right. on like a college radio platform. You know what I mean? Because it's just the cursing and like blah, blah, you know, all that type of shit. Yeah. So I spent hours and hours and hours like, putting like 12, 15 track playlists together and like reversing the curse words, you know what I mean? And like right. cutting them out and like doing this just so I could play this stuff. And that's kind of like what started with the DJ and thing. But um, when I got to my own show, I was just like, oh, like this is it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, this is just going to work out. You know what I mean? I'm going to do this. I've do it for two years. And like, you know, we had like built up this following around like Brooklyn College. And then I, I was, I would go back. I was like talking to somebody about this the other day. Like if you go on YouTube right now and look up a uh, pro era uh, Brooklyn College Cipher. Mm. Uh, we used to have, we used to have ciphers on campus, and uh, we used to do them like every every other Wednesday, like right outside of uh, Whitehead Hall, which we had this like we had these like decks. So that's mm-hmm. where we came up with the the name Who's on Deck or whatever. And uh, what year was this? This was I graduated in 2013, so this was like 2012, mm-hmm. 2011 ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. And uh, yo, if you look it up, man, it's crazy. I was just talking to somebody about this the other day, but if you look up Pro Air uh, Brooklyn College Cipher. We got Joey Capital and CJ Fly like when they were in high school, wow. before like anybody knew who they were. And like we did, we were, these ciphers got so big that people from all over the city started coming to Brooklyn College campus just to rap for two hours. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. and I used to make the instrumentals on the CD, and uh, it was crazy, man. Because like two weeks later, um, the Survival Tactics video came out. And we were like, yeah, I was like, somebody sent me the video and like, yo, you, you remember this kid? Like, da, 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 da. I was like, yo, this is nuts. And then like maybe a couple months later is when the 1991 project dropped out yeah. or dropped. And I was like, damn, dude, this is crazy. Circulated. But like shit crazy. like that, but shit like that had me thinking. I was just like, oh man, like, yeah. 
I don't need an intern nowhere. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we got this shit. Like, I'm going to hop out of this and things are just going to happen, you know? Yeah. Once you get tapped in with the scene. Yeah, because like. To a certain degree. Exactly, like, yeah. You, you can start seeing the future for yourself. Yeah, yeah, and I was like DJing with IOD before I graduated a little bit. And uh, like all this shit. Shout out IOD. Yeah, shout facts, out IOD. He, he will get him on here one day. Um, but the funny thing is, is the, the only ever internship I applied for was for Sway in the Morning. Mm. And uh, yo. I got like I got interview. I was about to get the the job base or the internship basically, right? And I showed up. I was like mad late. Oh, I wasn't late, but like the trains were taking forever. Like oh, I was man. like it one was like one of those super stressful days. You know what I mean? Like I show up and forgot my resume, bro. Damn. And who was the DJ for that show? Uh, Wonder. Yeah, DJ Wonder was there, and he was like, man, Shout out DJ Wonder. <laughs> he's like, man, you forgot your your resume. I'm like. I thought you guys had it. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> it was my first time ever like doing some shit like that. You know what I mean? Like not like a regular job. I was just like, ah, I just I figured you got my resume. You saw what I, you know, exactly. like, that's why you invited me. That's why you invited me. Right. Why do I need another copy of it? You know what I mean? Needless to say, that didn't work out, you know, but it just makes me go back to think about that shit. And that's like a smart, you know, you were smart about it uh, when you were in college to, to try and focus on being, you know, getting in an internship somewhere at a young age to where you can like build this rapport, you know? And my shit was off the books, bro. Like, that's you know what I'm saying? saying? Like, yeah. Some real 90s, you I think know, that, like, no. Yeah. Like, that's kind of what it was, too. I was just like, yo, I don't even want to do all, like, figure out all this, like, paperwork I got to do with school and, like, get credits and, like, that. You know, like, Shady was the only the shit that was, like, on paper. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. Word. That's crazy, man. And so, so you start doing that, and then you, you get tied in with uh, Static, and then you go to Team Backpack. Is Team Backpack still around? Because uh, I know they were dope. They used to have a lot of crazy ciphers, yeah, they, you know yeah. what I mean? Not too sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think they're, they were, they did a festival like two years ago with Rad and like Dave East and like I, some other I shit. I think they, they're into like, like, uh, like music marketing and promotion okay. and stuff yeah. more specifically than like the event type things they used to throw. Yeah. Cause I, I used to see them on Facebook all the time. Yeah. I used to I see all World the Underground or some shit now. I remember that. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I think it is World Underground now. I remember when I dropped a video, like one of my first videos and they had posted everybody else in mobile Word. club and I was like, yo, I gotta get on team back. <laughs> yeah. And they posted me at like three in the morning. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, some right. kid just yeah. like behind you. It was like, yeah, they was like, hey, check this out. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. it had like seven likes. I'm like, ah, right, you know, this is what I asked for, so I'm gonna yeah. be cool with it. What's the what's that new? What's the the new cipher thing I've been seeing? I didn't like watch it, but it's like with Thirty Deep Grimy was on this new one. Uh, it's like this new series. It's kind of like a team backpack kind of Grimy in the cipher. Yeah, he was in a cipher, bro. I gotta pull. I'm gonna show you. I'll send it to you. I forgot the name of this like this this brand though. They're kind of doing like same thing as far as uh like Team Backpack kind of was, and I was I was trying to think of the name of it. Maybe you would if you would know. Yeah, because the only shit I know that does like ciphers or freestyles is yeah. like off top still. Yeah, you know, I don't no. think that's like 2015, 2017. That was like heavy because it was multiple different yeah um, platforms and people doing it. Now it's just I feel like Marcus is. Yeah, nah, I'll, I'm gonna send it to you when yeah. I see it. But I, he, he actually like kind of did his thing on. I'm not gonna lie, I don't really listen to him like that. But um, he's dope. He's cool. He's from St. Louis, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, so you start working with Radmus. He, you ask him to, you reach out to him and be like, "Yo, I'm gonna be your manager." What's what's that conversation like? Well, it naturally gravitated towards me being his A and R, and then okay. like he got the payday deal, like kind of like two months after. Okay. And, oh shit! Yeah. It was that close yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. and then like. It was like the same week I, I got the internship at Shady. That's when I like talked to him. Okay. Yeah. Either been, might have been days before or after the Shady show. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah. So 
we ended up working on stage riding a couple of the tracks and then like i say going into april 2018 was when i started managing him and then that's when i got the 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 call that I was being hired at Def Jam. Yeah. See, I thought you were, I, in my head, I had it as you were, uh, you were managing Radimus for like, like a year beforehand. Nah. So that all, it all kind of happened like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, can I can I tell a story about when I met you at yeah, the, yeah, uh, sure. the brass track show? <laughs> yeah, bro, we got we got all the time. Bro. So, like, history is my like blood cousin. Mm-hmm. Like we're first cousins. Yeah. Our parents are siblings. So, obviously, I knew him my whole life, and I known Rad as long as history's known Rad or whatever. So, this is like two thousand. You're good. You're good. Eighteen. Yeah, I'm good for now. Thank you. 2018, 19, 18? Yeah, 18 for sure. So we go to this brass track show. I'm I'm unfamiliar with brass tracks too, like at the time. You feel me? Rad was just like, yo, come to the show, da 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 Don't bring nobody else, it's VIP. Like, so I'm like, all right, cool, bet. So me, History, and Rad was there. And and B, but I had never met B before, like mm-hmm. prior. And like being a part of Mogul Club or just being with History and Rad, like People tend to tag along a lot, like when they see us and like, oh well, I know these guys and I know they, yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah, on the yeah, inside, yeah, so yeah. let me stick around. So like, once I linked with Rad and History because they was there before me, B was there, and like everywhere we would go, B was going too. But I didn't know who he was. Like I had no <laughs> so idea. So you thought he was like one of those dudes? Yeah, I was just like, yo, why does he keep following us, bro? But but like <laughs> like Rad and History's not saying nothing, so I'm like, why like why is nobody putting me on game? Like yeah. and like like they treat him regular, like he's drinking with us. Like he he was regular, but I just didn't know who B was. And then I think I asked history like on the way home. I'm like, yo, like who was son? Like he's backstage with us and all. Like I'm just confused, bro. Like it's like, oh no, nah, that's B. He went to Five Towns. That's Rad Manager. Just and I was like, oh, I right. now it makes sense. Like and then like knowing B and his work work ethic and like the time he put it into like what he, what it is he does. I'm like, alright. So it makes sense why B was there, but I was just so confused. Yeah, that's day. funny. Like that's really. funny. That's it's now, funny. He was making jokes and everything. Like it was natural too. Yeah, I'm just like <laughs> and he's like cracking up laughing and I'm like, why? But why you he? you were the only one out the loop? Like did Mad Wiz know and shit? Matt Wiz wasn't there. Or Wiz was oh, okay. so him and history knew each other from college. So yeah, they okay. was on the So end, they knew and, each other all right. And then, and then Rad, Rad was, and yeah, yeah. Exactly. So and but they never they 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 weren't like, yo, this is B, he's gonna start managing me. He went to. It was just like I, I dapped them up, and B was standing there too. And I'm like, okay, I guess I know him too. <laughs> it was mad awkward for like mad hours, and now like we was chilling, drinking. He's yeah. like having conversations with me, and I'm like, why is he talking to me, bro? I don't know him, <laughs> like for real. But like now, me and B is mad close. Like, yeah, that's, that's funny. funny. That's like, funny too, because I mean, it was still a new thing. So I probably, you know, it's probably a situation where like Radim is not sure, like you know, introduction style. Like you just kind of like just playing yeah. shit out and seeing what happens. But it's it's funny uh, that you you know you brought up his your like your skill set and like how oriented you are with details and things. That's like something I, I spoke to Raz before you came on here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he I, you know he wanted me to you know really to to highlight like how detail oriented you are. You know what I mean? And like what and and to to give you your props for that. You know what I mean? And Love. you know I, yeah I want to yeah. I want to pick your brain like how you know because there's a lot of times like. Like, people do things, like, for instance, like, with this podcast, like, I wasn't going to do this podcast unless it was done right, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. it's all the all the logistics are done right, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, so talk to me a little bit about that, because, you know, a lot, not a lot of people, you know, really 
care to put the time and the effort into things, you know what I mean? Or develop that skill to be able to pay attention to like the, the most minute little thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. So tell me a little bit about that like development skill, like how you got that or how long you've been kind of focused on that. Shit, I think it just like comes from my upbringing with like reading credits and like, like Dart Parker, like shout out to him because he like the one who picked me out to be like the shady like intern and all that. He, Who's Dark Parker? Who's that? He's an A&R over at Shady. Okay. Yeah. Like, manages Danny Brown and shit. Okay. Um, but yeah, like, he, I remember reading his name in Eminem credits and, you know, obviously Paul Rosenberg, of course, but then, mm. like, all these people, like, I now work with and know at Def Jam and, like, all these people's like, yo, what the fuck? So it's just, like, reading these details about, like, the producer, where they recorded and, like, the Music Palace, oh shit, West Hempstead, like, I'm from there, like, that's down the block, and I was just recording there, like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, yeah It's yeah, just, yeah. like, shit like that. So, like, how I implement it into, like, work is just, like, anytime I'm in a session with, like, Rad, Vince Ash, you know, anything like that, I'm just, like, writing down, like, okay, who's an engineer? All right, who's, where are we at? It's town, the whole nine, because, like, all that credit is essential to making sure everybody's properly credited and yeah. their props. Yeah, know? that's true. Uh, it, and it's good to be like that too, because like I said, not a lot of people really pay attention to that and publishing info, you know. Yeah, and and people don't realize how important those those things can be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like you're giving a lot of information to the viewer. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you don't. And like you said, you said you were like, oh, now it's recorded at the studio. Like somebody's doing that to your shit. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like so, it, it's cool to see that. You know, and uh, you know, I just wanted to talk to you. I mean, he wanted me to to give you props. I mean, yeah. I'm sure he's spoken to you about that. You know. Yeah. Before, you know what I mean? But like. It was just something that uh, I just wanted to bring up because that type of shit is like super important to me too. You the know first what I mean? time Brad sends me a song, I'm like, "Oh, this is fire!" All right, who made the beat? And this, if I'm not hip or I didn't like A and R in some way, and yeah. then it's just like, "All right, well, who recorded you? All right, where were you at?" Like, I'm getting all these details. Like, mm -hmm. okay, bet. And I'm just like writing people's like writers credits. Like iTunes is is another essential part too because I'm still very active on that. Where it's just yeah, like, my iTunes is just ridiculous and like. I have everybody's writer's info, credit, producer, label, year, the whole nine. Like, I'm about to start doing BPMs. Like, shit's crazy. Work. Like, but, like, that's what keeps me detail-oriented. So. Yeah, I mean, like, and again, that's, like, the way to be. Um, yeah. So, and it, and it brings me more to, like, you know, the, uh, like, the administration side of things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like well, I learned that for sure with, with Nothing Changes because, like, that was the first time I a and a project. But yeah. then, like, you know, because it's one thing from a and and, like, on the music side, like, yeah, I made this, you know, I put this play together, I connected with this producer, mm -hmm. whatever. But it's another thing to, like, make sure people are properly credited, but then also, like, handling the business, the splits, the, the publishing, the IPIs, like. See, these are, I mean, I know, like, you know, these things are, like, I understand the ideas of these things, you know what I mean? But yeah, I've never ne necessarily been in the position to kind of, like, focus on that exactly or, yeah. like, learn it. I, sh I mean, I can learn it on my own, but yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you know. Just holler at me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, because it's crazy because, like, I mean, I've signed an artist, but, I, you know what I mean? I literally just signed an artist and was like, yo, that's that's you. You yeah, know what I mean? That's like, it. That's it. That's you, bro. Yeah. Like, I put you in the position. That's all I really care yeah. about. You know what I mean? I've never been in the actual position of A&Ring a, a, a whole project, you yeah. know? So run me through the process of that and, like, you know, like some of the things that you learned in the Nothing Changes If Nothing Changes project, like, you know, as far as the A&Ring, you know? Damn, I would say, like, um, communication. Um, for sure, with everybody involved, yeah. you know, because... 
you're not talking to this manager or that person. They want more bread. They want if you find out this person gets more bread than this person on the song that they did together, and like you know, it's just like a lot of shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, um, it's a psychological thing too. You know, you want to manage people's expectations in in a proper way. Yeah, and meeting from like. Not saying rats that at all, you know, just any artist from fantasy land to reality yeah, of yeah, like how yeah. to take care of shit. Yeah. You know, but um, yeah, man, I'm just blessed to be working with rat. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like we just click naturally and I don't have to like, you know, deal with the rapper bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> I feel know? like that's like, like a good thing about rat. I mean, yeah. you, you know him too. You know him as well as too. But like I, I deal with rats bullshit. Yeah, but you know him like on like <laughs> on a real personal. close level, you know, <laughs> like a personal level, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can see I can see though. Rad being yeah. like a, a very good artist to work for or work with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I can see him because he he's kind of like you know on like this. I mean, from my perspective, he's kind of like on the same page as you, like being very detail oriented, making sure things run the way that they're supposed to be run, and you know making sure things go smooth. You know, as think, smooth as they can go. I think because um, obviously I didn't know him prior to me meeting him, but I think it also probably plays into a factor that he was self managing himself the yeah. whole nine. And he was already professional then too. So when like we both meet up and we both ha- handle our expertise together, and you know, rad climbs, you know, as we get farther in this journey as an artist, and then I get farther in my career, you know, your relationships start to mirror one another and match. Yeah, it's like oh shit, I know somebody that. Oh, this Reebok person that I'm cool with, like, oh, he says he knows you because, like, you know, like it just parallels together, mm-hmm. and then like we able to take over the world together. And you, you start to realize like, how small the world is too, like how many people are connected to people. You know I what I mean? It's like shit all the time, bro. It's crazy all the time. Yeah, like you say some, you say some fuck shit, or you say some shit that's cat, bro. Like it's one call away, I can figure this shit out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah. Talk to me, uh, talk to me about like your idea, like, you know, before you actually started a and you know what I mean? I know you had an idea of what the job kind of was, yeah. but talk to me about like the shit that you thought it was, you know what I mean? And and then I, and then we'll eventually go to like, you know, the reality of A&R, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> talk to me like what your initial thought of a and was before you actually got into the process. Um, I didn't think this like when I saw Rick and Rap, but, but definitely like a year or two prior, it's like, oh, connecting them with beats and yeah. you know, like, <laughs> like on the most basic level, yeah, right? Basic shit that yeah. people like want to get props for. It's like, okay, that's the bare minimum mm-hmm. of, the, of the job description. Yeah. You know, but um, nah, nothing changes woke me the fuck up. You know, yeah. like, but not like all at once, but just naturally just things that need to be. Damn, you need video participant paperwork and mm-hmm. like, you know, like administrative shit. Like, damn, like. You got to find videographers and you got to pay them these, these rates, you know, like just all around. And working in budgets and yeah, you know, yeah, putting budgets together. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like the budgets allocated towards different things for sure. Mm-hmm. And yeah. What are some of the hardest things uh, that you feel are, you know, that come your way is for, for somebody that's out listening, trying to be an A&R, like some things that, you know, you ran into uh, besides some of the things you just mentioned, but like things to keep in mind uh, when somebody does get in that position, you know what I mean? Like, cause like you said, you know, on the, on the most basic level, you want to think, you want to think it's just, you know, it's artist development. So it's like, Oh, I'm going to give yeah. you beats or yeah. I'm going to put you with the right producers. I'm going to put you in the right studio. Cause this engineer is good. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and I'm going to, you should work with this artist cause y'all kind of like the same vibe. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's a team me, effort. Yeah, exactly. Talk to me a little bit about that and like how, how, uh, you know, how it is to, as an A&R work with an artist and, 
you know, I've done my, I've done some like fair share of like not A and R but managing, and I definitely have come into yeah. issues with mm-hmm. artists because it's just a personality, it's a personality yeah, a difference, clash. you know, a yeah. clash of conflict or you know the artist and the manager, you know what I mean? It's you know you run into those things. So I mean, I know you you you've really only been working with the Radimus, but you know now Vince, you know, and um, yeah, we're gonna definitely talk about yeah, Vince for yeah. sure. Um, but. I'm sure you hear stories about from other A and R's about you know like horror stories about hear, artists. You know what's crazy? I hear so most so horror stories from managers, and, and you know me and Rad talk about that a lot because I'm just like, damn, like everybody's first artist I hear is like their worst experience ever, or like mm-hmm. so scared that like so scarred from them that like they don't want to get into management anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, this person was on drugs and all this other shit. Yeah, because like, managing you know, you're managing somebody's personality. Like you you really this is somebody's life. Some, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you're dealing with their life. You're not really necessarily dealing with them creatively. You know? You're dealing with them not like, all the time. Not all the time. Yeah. yeah. But uh you're like dealing with them more on like a uh on a personal level. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it can it can be rough. Yeah. You know? Well, the advice I'll say to 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 A&Rs or future A&Rs is that like definitely listen to your gut cuz like Damn, I, I thought I sounded crazy. Not sounded crazy because I knew what I liked, mm-hmm. you know, but, you know, your taste is your taste and go hard for the people that, like, you fully believe in in your heart that you feel will succeed. Yeah. It's just like Vince was one of those guys I found in 2018, you know, with, with Do or Die. That was this project that he came out with. And I'm like, this shit is incredible. Mm-hmm. And everybody's just like, oh, it's, it's cool. It's, you know, so whatever. Like, yeah. I'm pitching it to other labels and, like, nobody's buying. I'm like, damn, like, this. This nigga's hard, bro. I don't give a fuck with nobody. Isn't that the worst? That's just the worst, bro. Even on like a regular level, like showing your friends or some shit, yeah. you're like, yo, this dude is fire. And everybody's like, uh. like all my homies are, but they're like, the label's like, no, like, I don't get it. They saying for this reason. I'm like, fuck that, bro. Yeah. Like, I don't. And it's always somebody at the label that you're like, man, you just don't get this shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, you just yeah. don't, you don't yeah. understand yeah. this shit. I mean, like, who at the label really does get it? Even the people yeah. that are It's very rare. Right. It's like, very rare. You know what I mean? Like, and I just, I'm speaking from very minimal experience. You know what I mean? But like, I've been in situations that, at you know at a label where i've shown bro i used to bro i used to show I mean, i'm gonna say this on camera too fuck it because i was at when i was at mass Field, i used to show them radim as a shit all the time i used to show will yeah. bro. i used to sit right next to will bro shout at out the to desk will. Shout out to like will. i used to show him radim is the stuff i used to show him mad with stuff i used to show him all that stuff you know what i mean and it was just like he's super dope but like you know like we don't know if you know we don't see it yet and like mm-hmm. blah 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 and then fast forward years later like uh, i leave masterpiece i go to florida will calls me and he's like, uh, yo, like, you uh, you know anybody that can, like, help us, like, do some packaging, like, shipping out mm. product and shit? And I was just like, I was in the movie theater with my mom watching The Revenant. So I was like, yo, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to text you back. It was Mother's Day. I was like, I'm going to text you back when I get out of here. I'm going to hook you up with somebody or whatever. And the first person, you know, I had a couple people. But then I was like, who the hell can be reliable? Who, who can I, like, trust in to be reliable? Can we say the name at the same time? Yeah, yeah. What do you want to say on three? One, One two, two, three. three. History. history. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately, you thought of history. You know, I thought of Rad too. I, I think I reached out to both of them, but I think Radmans just couldn't do it, and history yeah. ended up like doing it. You know what I mean? And then yeah. two years later, Will signed Radmans to yep. with Payday. Uh, Payday. I'm yeah. like, bro, this is funny. Crazy. Story is, is that when that was going on, history hit me too. He's like, yo, uh, Mass Appeal got this opportunity. You know, it's something light, just packaging shit, but you never know who you're gonna meet there. So yeah, and I ended up emailing Will, and Will was like, oh, it's cool. We got somebody to handle it. I didn't even know I was speaking to Will mm-hmm. at the mm-hmm. time because I didn't know Will yet. And then fast forward like a couple years later, I meet him and I'm like, oh, you the guy, you know, that. It's crazy, yeah. right? Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Shout out Will. Yeah, I, we did, uh, I packed a shit, bro. Oh my God. <laughs> we did, uh, we did, um, we did the, 
what's that shit called? The Run the Jewels album. We did Run the Jewels one and two when Second. I was there. But we did. I was there for Meow the Jewels when fans like <laughs> when Just fans like shit? yeah when yeah. fans raised all their money or whatever to create recreate the album with cat sounds like cat samples and shit. Yeah, you know. So we had like crazy like crazy products like for you could you could pay this certain amount of money and you get like the vinyl and you get like I was shipping oh, like, like the Kickstarter shit right yeah, yeah yeah I was shipping out like catnip uh, kitty litter scoopers you know what I mean like all <laughs> types of wild yeah. shit like packaging catnip like it was weed bro like you know what I mean like stamp, <laughs> I was moving weight stamping shit you know what I mean yeah. like stamping shit shipping it out like going to the post office with like a big ass black trash bag like over my shoulder full of envelopes you know what I mean like yeah. sending all this shit out and uh, I forgot the project that uh, history helped out with. I don't know what it was for. I, he didn't. Even, I don't think he even really told me. I think he just was like, "Yo, we just need help packaging some shit." Mm. You know? Yeah. And it was crazy. I just like immediately thought of, of mobile club guys. You know what I mean? I didn't. I didn't know you back then. Yeah. No. Nah, yeah. Um. But yeah, it was crazy. It's crazy how how small the world is, man. Like, yeah. You know. But back to like. Radimus sign. I run into people from like New York and LA. It's be the most bugged out shit ever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's crazy. I mean, I haven't spent too much time in LA, but like just even in New York, like when you go out, like before pre-pandemic when everybody was doing, when there were shows mm -hmm. like every week and shit, you know what I mean? Like where you, I would just pop up, you start talking to somebody, they're like, oh, I know this person. Oh, you know yeah. that person? Oh, yeah. it, still to this day with like random people, random, you know what I mean? Like so just friends, you know, yeah. just like, oh yeah, I know this dude. Like, yeah, yeah it's crazy, crazy shit. Talk to me uh, about what it was like working with Radimus. Via like via payday and like what it was like because I because I assume that that was your first like you know yeah. major label kind of situation yeah. where you were kind of affiliated with somebody like on the not the intern yeah, side yeah, you know yeah, what exactly. I'm saying like, like real real that's shit that's like, when real I business. was like that was a turning point in my career because like that's when I was like I'm growing up now though you know what I'm saying like, <laughs> you know but I feel like um, let me know if you want any more music for sure uh, I feel like naturally you know at first it was like a disconnect with like. People still view me as like, yo, like the phone screener and the intern and mm -hmm. all that shit. But it's just like, now I work at Def Jam now and I manage writing this. Like, yeah. Can't tell me shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, but, you know, as I like, I just figured out that that shit changes. Yeah. You know, and I just let the nothing changes project speak for itself. Yeah. And then like synonyms of strength comes out and, you know, I know we kind of fast forward in here, but like, no, no, yeah, 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 but, um, I think those were great times for me, and I think that um, then nothing changes. Album release was fucking incredible. Yo, that was a fun night. That man. was like, like yo, that was a real man. fun night. That was I had a whole bottle night. of champagne. I think everybody, a lot of people had a whole bottle of champagne. Shout out to Bel Air. Yep. Shout out to Bel Air. Bro, shout out to Brianna because she hooked us up with the bottles, and shout out to Bedlam too. Yeah. Um, but that was a crazy night because they hooked us up with the rum, with the with the Bel Air, and. And we I, took some amazing photos that night. Like yeah. incredible. lifelong memory. Where was that? Photos. That studio was in Chelsea somewhere. It wasn't even a studio. It was like what it was, was it? Random it was, shit. It was in mad like, random. In it was like mid city. Take the elevator up. And yeah. Then the screens and yep. shit in there. That shit was popping. Yeah, that shit was fire. And we was complaining at first. It was like there was another spot that we was trying to get that was insane, like mm -hmm. way ill. You know what I'm saying? But it was just like, damn, we can't get it for this night, and they, we had to limit the amount of people, like because it was like a, such a private spot. Yeah. I'll tell you about it off air, but, but like this shit was crazy. And then it's like, you know what? Let's just go with what Will's doing. I forgot. I think Will found the spot. Yeah. And then like, I mean, it was, it was, dope, it was a it crazy worked, spot. It, worked, it was like perfect. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you had to set up in the corner for the merch and everything. You had the stage right there and it was like big it enough was to like, shit. yeah, exactly. It was Nobody like, ever like, been there. Yeah. <laughs> Sam had his, his area where his yep. art was. Yeah, his art, yeah. yeah. He had like all, all the, the, the album art up too, right? Yeah. That's where it was, right? Yeah. Each one. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, 
How is it? I, when I always hear this shit too, because I'm like, the sun is down now, so I could, oh, I could drink. Pour up, man. Yeah. Uh, drink with my guys. It's a <laughs> here. Matter of fact, we'll cheers before we get yeah, to the facts. next. Thing. Right, so cheers to the next thing. Cheers, man. Cheers, cheers. brothers. I, uh, whenever I hear like of of people that because I don't know like my ADD kicks into shit when I start thinking of like doing not so much now but like when I was younger like still trying to figure shit out or whatever like mm. the idea of like kind of managing two different things at once like you were at Def Jam but you're also managing artists that's the <laughs> payday so like how does how does that work like when you're in the office like are people kind of like trying to like get you to pick sides or like yo like you nah. got you got to focus kind of more here on this you're focusing more on this payday shit nah, you know what i mean like they let me rock um i think i mean i ain't gonna say it but like i think with the people that i was attached to couldn't really tell me shit yeah <laughs> you know but i um you know my supervisor knew that like i already came in i was managing and vim video was already dropping yeah and i was you know like all that shit so um, they just kind of recognized the game and that it was like a real thing. And I've come to realize that even with the label people, I feel like there's like two sides of the label people. There's like mm. people like very hush hush, like, yeah, I do this on the side, but yeah. like, I don't promote this when I'm at work. At, at work. And I'm just like, man, fuck it. Rad- that shit. Rad- like, this is what I do. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, if I'm do if, if, if I'm getting my shit done for you, you know what I mean? And I'm still able to do this and like, I'm going to tell you what I'm doing. I'm providing I mean? like, unsigned artists to y'all. Like, yeah. And I was doing uh, a research for them at the time. So yeah. like, what is, was, what's that kind of consist of? You just kind of just researching artists and putting lists together and sending them to the, the main guy and being like, yo, check our main girl. And, being like, yo, check out these list of people I found. You know what I mean? Like, basically, they fucked with me for my ear, and they were like, "And you're the young person," and they were like, "Yo, you're gonna teach you all these like A and R programs, and mm-hmm. but we just need you to find artists, you know, for us early." Yeah. You know, so that's what I was doing. Now, were they like? Because I know a lot of times the labels like, you know, especially nowadays, they're always looking for numbers. You know, my thing has never really been numbers. It got to that point. It got to that point where it was like, that's when I, I bet, wall. right? Yeah. That's exactly. Okay. So, yeah. boom. I knew we were going to go over here. I was especially like, a label like that. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not going to say no, it. I mean, it's just, <laughs> a, you know, it's just yeah. a well-known thing for, yeah. you know. It these, happens with all labels. These major labels. Yeah, I mean, because at the end of the day, it's a business. Like, they want to be able to to immediately see a comeback, you know, see a return on their, on their investment. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, it's understandable. But it's weird though it. because isn't there still a return on investment on just good music? Like I know they yeah. see that it is, but I just don't think it's as quick as they want it. Right? You know what I mean? Like yeah. they just like, yo, we losing money. Like we need to just like figure yeah, this shit it's, out. Yeah, it's now. more like the short game than the long game. It's yeah. like, what can we right. get out of this right now? Yeah. In a year or two. The artist perspective, like I, I get what y'all saying, but like to me, that it just still don't really make sense. It, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. You know, but like <laughs> I'm, I'm, I could see it from a business standpoint but yeah, as an artist yeah. you just like damn I'm, like my favorite artist doesn't my favorite artist might not sell millions and millions of, let, let's say gibbs for example yeah gibbs ain't going a hundred times platinum and shit like that but like people still care about it there's still a there's still a, re- relevant yeah there's still some relevance for just the music but he's been in the game for so long and i feel like he's just now getting yeah, like that, yeah, getting yeah, his that's like true too. as far as like major label like recognition you know what i mean like getting nominated for a Grammy like he should have like yeah. the Z I mean what that the the fucking project with Matt the first project yeah, with yeah, Mad Lib yeah. should have been oh, yeah. you know what I mean should have been something it's yeah incredible. the Pinata album should have been considered for something you know what I mean like but you know you get to the you get to the point where it's just like you you gotta you know build your web and some artists I mean I don't I can't speak for him but like some artists are just 
cool with doing it the way that, that they were doing it. You know what I mean? Like, I've heard A&Rs tell me, like, verbatim, that they would rather overpay for an artist than underpay. Yeah. Which is, I mean, I ain't really, I mean, maybe I'm not hip yet. Yeah. I'm not that wise in the game, but I, I disagree. Yeah. Now, but. Why so? Because I would rather find this shit early. Mm-hmm. Like, if, not saying, like, early where, like, the artists themselves don't know what the fuck they're doing. Obviously, there's a common medium, like, okay, he's he's figuring out his stride now. And yeah. Like, now we at odds and no, not odds. We at, we are at a even level where you can you kind know? of like where the label can kind we of come can, in and be like guide them and get you know, dictate them to that that next level. But like you know, I'm not gonna sign somebody off of one song and be like, yard, that's it. You know, like, yeah, you know, like, yeah. But that's the crazy thing too. Is they got so many projects. people that are getting it. You know what yeah. I mean? But, like, th- but those same A and R's and people will do just that that they know? told you to do. Like, oh, I'd rather overpay than underpay. Yeah. But he only has one song. Exactly. So I'm gonna and it's overpay. Going up on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna overpay and take the huge risk. Yeah. Just because. And it don't work. And it don't work. Yeah. yeah. And we've seen that plenty of times. We've seen that more times than we've seen Bro. an actual artist with good music. My thing is like, fall flat mm-hmm. when I sign artists or. Yeah, that's my that's my main initiative. Is this like, are they gonna be here in the next five to ten years? Are yeah. they the next legacy artist? You know, like I just need if they're long if they're out here for five years, it's like, all right, that's the goal. Yeah, but like at least minimum. But I'm not gonna be like, I'm gonna sign this one guy and like he got this one song and it's gonna go mm-hmm. crazy for two years and yeah. it's gonna be a fad and that's it. I mean, maybe you can't really dictate what shit is going to be a fad and whatnot, but at least what I'm aiming for is a short legacy artist, yeah. like Hall of Fame, like critically acclaimed artist is what I'm going for. Yeah, it's crazy because that kind of happened to me. I mean, I was there for a short time because of, of this situation. But like when I left Masspeel, I, I left New York in general. I went back to Florida. I lived in Miami. I remember, yeah. Yeah, I went, I went lived on South Beach. And uh, before I even moved, I like hit up a, fuck it. I hit up a, <laughs> I hit up Slip and Slide Records, which is like a huge South Florida, Hell like yeah, famous man. label, bro. Yeah. Like uh, 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 just a cultural icon and just hip hop in general. Random, they got like, random artists that are like still buzzing in there, like like bro. Episode De Niro and like ra- See, random I'm, people will be like, damn, like they get numbers and they sound to Slip and Slide. Bro, I don't oh, even yeah. know anymore who, like I haven't paid attention in so long, but like when I was there, uh, I, like there was <laughs> there was like a time in the studio where I was I was with another intern or whatever he was I don't I don't know if he was like f- for working for them or not or whatever because we I don't know like I don't know what he was there yeah. but uh we'd be in the studio and like they had that dude Silencio and shit and I'm like this is slip and slide bro like <laughs> like like this is slip and slide you know what I mean and yeah. the only artist that they had that I felt was like. And he was just kind of making his his way back. Was Plies like Plies mm-hmm. was the only dude? But they had this dude Sebastian Shit. McHale, bro. Yeah, he signed Atlantic, right? Yeah. They should have never let him go, bro. I was like, yo, this dude is fire, fire, fire. But they didn't want to. They didn't want to fuck with him. And then like there was like a time where I was like in the studio, and uh, you know, there was there were so many like South Florida artists like popping off around that time, like Denzel, Puya, like mm. all these dudes. And I was like, bro, this is what Slip and Slide should be, bro. Yeah, like yeah. this, it should be because it was. All Florida people. It was you know. His last name was, is Lucas, right? I forgot. Ted Lucas. Ted Lucas. Ted Lucas. He's yeah. he's cool as hell. Yeah. I liked him a lot. You know what I mean? But I just was I like, you had to meet him. But heard great things. He, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a street. He's a, he's a street legend, bro. <laughs> out in Miami, I heard. But yeah. uh, he's like super dope. And you know, we were in the studio one time, and I was just like arguing. Like I was legit arguing with one of the the A and R's there. I was just like, bro, this is not slip. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you need to be doing this. And, and during the time there was that whole like uh, Raider Clan ASAP mm-hmm. beef and shit. You know what I mean? And yeah. That oh, was like times. great times in music. Right. That was like playing a part in like who we would sign and who we didn't want to sign. And I'm like, really? 
You know what I'm saying? Like, this is really what's going on? Like, bro, these people, like, you better jump on these artists, like, right now, bro. Like, uh, who else was, who else? I pitched, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Wi-Fi's Funeral. Wow, yeah. When he was, like, first popping, I was like, bro, this is a a dude that you need to, like, hop on. You know what I mean? What's your thoughts on, like, the Florida, South Florida scene right now? It's popping. Yeah. Yeah. Nardo Wick? Uh, I know Nardo Wick. There's another dude uh, out of my area where I went to high school named Trapland Pat. I don't know if you know him. Nah, I'm not. He signed to uh, Fredo Bangs. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. My, my boy Halim signed him. Yeah. Uh, Fredo Bangs. Yeah. Uh, I forgot the name of his label. It's like the gorilla. The logo is like the gorilla. Or I know what shit. you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. This dude, Trapland Pat. Trapland Pat. He's uh, from Sealand, which is like where my high school was in Deerfield Beach. He's super pop, and I think he's got potential. Uh, I've sent you a bunch from my boy yeah, PC yeah, Tweezy, yeah, bro. Yeah. Like, I think he's the fucking truth, bro. Like, <laughs> He's just like too real for the industry type shit. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't fucking. He does, you know what I mean? He just doesn't care. I, most Florida artists are. You don't, yeah, bro. Facts. Bro, he's so good, bro. Like he, he reminds me of like a Soldier Slim type artist. Right. You know what I mean? Like straight up on that like Soldier Life militant fucking camo mm. pants Reeboks. Like mm. you know what I'm saying? Like the epitome of like a South Florida or like Southern artist in general. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but I think he's the truth. Uh, Who's another? I mean, you got Rod Wave, of course. Yeah. Uh, but even like, there's Jack Boy from there too. Jack, Jack Boy, Boy, yeah, he's same same area as Kodak. Yeah. They're all from the same area. Um, even um, Spotum got him. Spotum yeah. got him. He's a Miami dude. He's from Miami. He's from Miami. Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Spotum got him's dope. But there's another dude uh, named Ricker Red, who I probably had sent you his stuff before. Not familiar. Um, but he's like, how do I say this? He's like the better version of Spotum got him. Mm. But Spotum got him. He went to jail and like Spotum got him no, caught he, that yeah, track. Yeah, he got the he got sold the track. Spotum got him. Yeah, you what? I'm not really too sold on him yet. Not me neither. Like I, you know, he's got that one song and then he's yeah, got like, a just, couple. Yeah, it's just it's just one song right now. But this dude Rick or Red is like they used to be cool or whatever. They did songs together, but I think he is like one of the next. You know, if given the right opportunity and like plays his game, plays the game right. You know what I mean? Doesn't a lot of people? I, and I feel like it's crazy too because a lot of people, a lot of these artists, like fuck up, bro. They like go to jail and shit, and they yeah. fuck themselves over. You know what I mean? And it's just like, bro, you know. But there's a lot, yeah. There's a lot of uh, the South Florida music scene right now is like super popular. You know, yeah, I have this argument with with my homies like all the time about like how new, they always like they always give me shit because I'm back from Florida and they're like, <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, beginning you be Florida nigga for real. Like <laughs> you I'm, from Florida? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I'm from Fort Lauderdale area, Deerfield okay. Beach, but I spent okay. time in Florida. I used to visit Florida. I used to visit Miami like every summer. Word. Uh, mm-hmm. with my grandparents and then I moved to um only you would probably know this because you're from Florida. But I lived in Melbourne. Oh yeah. I lived in Satellite Beach for like Satellite Beach, damn. Okay, yeah. yeah. So it's crazy out there. Once you go north of West Palm Beach, Florida becomes like a whole different place. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's weird. Bro. I went to I went to middle school in Satellite Beach. Like that was a that was a like a cultural Ooh, shock yeah. for me. That shit was crazy. I got family you in, like Lake Worth and shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lake Worth a little bit more like on the west side and shit. Or not really, it's like a little bit in the middle. Um but yeah, no, nah, the South Florida music scene is, is definitely interesting. But me and my homies get into arguments all the time. I'm like, there's like there's no good New York artist, bro. I'm like, bro, you're bugging. I send the Radimus and shit yeah, all the time. Yeah. A couple of my homies like really fuck with Radimus because I got like three like in my homies in my group chat. I used to play baseball with, they're all Dominican, so they're like, <laughs> oh, yo, yeah, 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 like, yeah, I fuck yeah, with yeah. him, I fuck with him, you know what I mean? But like there's so many yeah, there's so many artists, bro, from New York that like, you know what I mean? I mean, it's crazy. Given that like Benny and them, Griselda and them are from Buffalo and shit, but still they're fucking New York artists, yeah, bro. Like they, you know they, what I mean? Like even yeah. the ones that you don't want to like, you kind of got to give it to. Like I like Flip the Narrow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, like, I fuck with yeah. Flip. 
Even on a, a lot of incredible people a, from New a York. more mainstream level, like a Cardi B, like love it or hate it, like she's holding it down for this yeah, city. Yeah. You know what I I'm even saying? fuck with the shit that Young M.A. has been dropping. Young like, M.A. Like, is, like yeah. there's just so Young many MA different pockets nice. of it's like fun. New York rap right now. Like yeah. Coda the Friend, Marlon Craft, you know, rap. Yeah, Mobile damn. Coda the Friend. I remember all them boys like when they were flight boys. Remember that shit? Yeah. yeah so that was like when we were all doing shows together. Like so, me, Radimus, IOD, Mad Wiz. So Coda was the second person I brought up after rap. Word. Yeah. Okay. Cause that I've been like, seeing them all over, like yeah. a, lot, a shit ton of placements. You know what I mean? So like, like 2016, yeah, like so, like from no 2017, but like from that, once I started bringing up Rad, I'm like, like the light bulb was like, oh shit, I'm the youngest person in the room. Like I could start bringing people up, and like people value my taste. Like okay, yeah. I'm gonna bring Code up and bring like Marlon up. And that's a cool. That's, that's when, a cool like, vibe, right? That's when yeah, facts, and that's when like labels start reaching out, like oh, like you're the plug for like the getting us on static, or yeah, because they would just hit up the program director, mm-hmm. you know, um, or if they didn't have a direct line to static, they would like everybody's just like yo, Brandon, you know. Yeah. So I started bringing people up from that point, and then like once I started um, being at Def Jam, same time managing Rad, that's when I like I took a step back. And yes. Just, um, just focus on Def Jam and, and Rad and working on any other artists I was working with at yeah. the time. Yeah. Well, let's talk. I mean, let's. I mean, while we're on the topic of artists and shit, let's talk about Vince. Um, Vince Ash, who, child Vince is. It's your. You know, it's your first. It's your first official signed artist, right? Yeah, to a major. Yeah. To and I want to say congratulations on that. Bro. Yeah, congrats. Thank congrats you. on that as well. I yeah. Tell you that in person. Thank I, you. I listened to the project and this shit is kind of fire. You know what I mean? Like, thank you. I listened to a couple of songs. I didn't listen to it all the way through, but I, you know, I sent you the video, the one song I really fucked with, and then I listened to. Uh, I watched the new uh, on and on video today. Yeah. That should just drop today, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, oh or yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna play it too because I'm gonna put it on the screen when we when we get to it after we start talking about him a little bit. But um, sure. Talk to me a little bit about uh, what it was like signing your first artist. And Vince is from, Vince Ash is from Indiana, right? Yeah, Hammond, okay. Indiana. Yeah. Um, okay. Man, we, I came across him on Elevator, you know, just doing some real. Elevator like, shit, like, damn. Digging 2018 shit at yep. Def Jam. Um, Elevator's a Miami, or a Florida, uh, a Florida company. That makes I'm sense. pretty sure. That makes sense. Because they used to do a lot of, yeah, they used to cover a lot of Florida artists. Yeah. So, I came across like. I eighty. That's the name of the uh, one of the videos I came across, and then like text free, mm-hmm. and both of those I'm just like, damn, this shit's really like hitting, and it just kept having replay value for me. Um, and it's just something different I haven't seen before in any artist, mm-hmm. and honestly, since I've discovered him, and I just like tapped in with him immediately. I forgot what our initial conversations was, but we for sure tapped in. How did you had you uh, reach out to him? Instagram, Instagram, or, or yeah. like. Yeah, that for short Instagram wasn't like no email or nothing, but um, we just tapped in and just stayed in touch. And I was just always fucking with him. And, you know, I knew he was in a, a deal with uh, Jeff Wise, or Passion Wise, most people may know, like on Instagram and Twitter. Um, really amazing writer. And he had like a label called POW, he still does. Um, and he signed him for like a two project deal or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we just stayed tapped in. You yeah. know, we. You know, we met up at South by. Um, Damn South yeah. by! I never we, made it out of South by. Yeah, it was, miss, that was I the one South time. by. Yeah. I never made it out. I remember, I remember seeing Mogul Club take that. Tr- you guys wrote a, wrote a van out there, right, or some shit. That was that was yo, bro. We flew oh, out. Yeah. <laughs> no, he talking about the time when we oh. drove with Cipher League. Yeah, that's oh, who yeah. it was. It was Cipher League. I hear about these yeah. South, the South by stories all the fucking time. <laughs> I, I wish I was there. <laughs> 
South by was crazy. the fun experience. The drive there, shout out to Cypher League. Those are all my brothers. Everybody that was on the trip, I fuck with. But yeah, that, that, I, yeah. I mean, driving that far with that many people and like, I can only imagine. I don't even know how many hours this is from New York to Texas, but like thirty. Yep. Plus right. thirty plus. Can you guys do it in what two days? A day and a half. Like two days, a day and a half. Yeah. And then like. The thing was, what made it really fucked up is that the the sprinter was a fifteen seater, but there were sixteen people and luggage. Mm. <laughs> so I didn't like, know that many niggas pulled up. Yeah, Jesus. it was like we, I ma- I made I made friends on that South by trip, like people I I never knew prior that I'm like still in touch with to this day that like I'm mad close with, like linked with. So like it was that, but it was just crazy because just the type of person I am. Yeah, yeah. but once we. It, it didn't even get better when we got there, bro. Like, I, I didn't mean to, like, interrupt y'all's story. <laughs> nah, 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 like, nah, bro, because, like, at the time, like, my my music career wasn't, like, shaking as much. So I'm like, I'm going to South by. I'm going to get this experience. You know, Radden, I'm going to perform. You know, I'm going to turn up. I'm going to network. I'm going to do all that. So history's just giving me, you know, playing the big cousin role. Like, look, have this much amount of money for the car. Have this for the crib. This, that, mm-hmm. and the third. So being that it's through my cousin, who I know is extremely responsible and dependent, as you know too, and yeah, as yeah, you yeah. know, so I'm like, ah, right, we're gonna be straight. We get the sprinter. I'm like, all right, this is kind of fucked up, but this is like some rap shit. Like this is gonna be this a story. Is rap shit, yeah. yeah. This is like you the early rap shit out. You know what I mean? I'm gotta, like, yeah, yo, I could tell my kids this. I was in the car with this person <laughs> and this person, and we went to South by, and it was crazy. So <clears throat> then we get to then we get to Texas, and like we staying in like some random dude's dorm. Like Word. on on the campus of the University of Texas, and like it's a college dorm, bro, with straight dudes that live there, bro. They didn't take out the garbage before we got there. They didn't wash the dishes. They didn't yeah. clean up the tub. They didn't vacuum. They didn't clean anything, bro. And I because you know the whole ride, you just like, damn, I can't wait to get back to the crib to and just, just let loose. And I'm just in the crib, like, yo, what the fuck is going on in here, bro? Like. It was crazy. I had nowhere to sleep. Yeah, I slept on the floor every night. Um, it was just it was, that shit was crazy, bro. Like, <laughs> yo, that shit was. Crazy. I would have hit somebody up and been like, "Yo, I'll pay you back. Just give me some fucking money. I'm gonna get a room, bro." Like, <laughs> nah, and it's crazy because I could have did that, but I'm like, I feel like I'm, you got to do it. Yeah, yeah I feel like I'm leaving the homie stranded. Yeah, like, yeah, history pops. Like, history didn't have to take the bus. Like, his pops would have put him on the plane. But like, yeah. that's just how we are. Like, nah, yeah. we not. We're not doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick funny story though, but uh Fifth God actually Child Fifth. He had the worst time because you know Fifth don't fuck with a lot of the shit that mm. we fuck with, like Fronto and shit like that. It's, it's like they were smoking cigarettes on the bus and the sprinter <laughs> and shit. So like he was praying every day until we left that like things would get better or something would happen for him. Right? Listen, and you know Fifth that, that his prayers work. So by like the third day, we was there for a week. Third, fourth day, he get a call from his brother, who's like a a, a, um, a film director. And long story short, I guess I could talk about it now, but his brother called him and was like, yo, we got to go to New Orleans. Uh, we helping Beyonce shoot this Lemonade video. Uh, and I, I need your yeah. assistance. And Fifth was just so happy that he did not have to get back in the car to come back home, bro. <laughs> and I'm just like, damn, this nigga is lucky, bro. Like, I was about to buy a plane ticket for real, bro. Like, I probably would have done. I would have been like, yo, we made it here, bro. Like, but I'm sorry, dude. Like, I'm just, because I'm, I, I can assume that I'm probably like the same way as you. I'm like super clean. I need yeah, to be like comfortable. I cried in the shower, bro. I didn't know what to do, bro. I had to cry, bro. Like, I'm not using this soap. And for, I'm, a, I'm an idiot. Whenever I travel, I've always, ne- I, I'm like, 
Yo, I thought oh, yeah, South by sound like money compared to that one. Exactly. <laughs> Yo, it was, and that's why that was the better time. But I, I didn't bring like a washcloth, a towel. I'm thinking yeah. we staying in the Airbnb or some shit like that. Yeah, and I, yeah, Yo, yeah. bro, I, I just broke down. I'm like, yo, I can't even <laughs> bathe properly, bro. Like, this is fucked up. <laughs> but South by Southwest is really fun. It's yeah, fun it as fuck. So you you met Vince in South, or you you yeah, linked up with him in South by Southwest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. him and all Deuce my opponents. Okay, cool. So what what was that like? You was he do, was he performing out there, or was he just kind of like posted trying to do the artist thing, like link yeah. up? And yeah, he did. Um, don't come to like South by or like L A. Like the shit that my boy Rosecans Vic does. He did okay. it out there in South by, and um, and it was like the PW stage, you know, with all the artists that were mm-hmm. signed there, and yeah, they had a really good time. I saw him perform. Like I think like Valet and like Andrew Barber, you know, good homie of mine. Like we just all posted up and watched him perform. Yeah, but um. Yeah, I think later that night or the day after, we end up having a session with Vince Ash and Brad. You know, the song they didn't come out, but um, that history produced, which is crazy. But um, my, was re- my lame ass stayed at the crib. I forgot about that. Yeah, shit. I stayed at the crib. I didn't even go to the session. I was like, <laughs> Just needed to chill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was I like, feel nah, like, nah, nah. it was a great night. Yeah, so um, that's what happened. We just always stayed in touch, and I was just always was like, Yo, I'm fucking with this project, like, heavy, like, mm-hmm. do or die. And um, he dropped, you know, I ended up being over at Goliath, um, like, March of last year. And, and so Goliath is Goliath is Shady Records and Def Jam, right? No, no, no. Or so, like, it? I'll break it down. So, Goliath, the name comes from, like, um, Paul Rosenberg's uh, management company yeah. called Goliath Artists. Yeah, and, I saw, and, like, he, I mean, I saw, like, some of the, I wrote down some of the artists that he's, like, worked with, you know, like, he worked with 3-6 and Blink-182 and shit. Yeah, I, I exhibit, believe, like, he do, he debunked to me, like, the, uh, the 3-6 Mafia shit. I think yeah. those are somebody else that had the last name Rosemary, they just, uh, uh, but like, he managed Blink-182, you know. Bro, you know one of my favorite artists that I saw that nobody really knows about, but I don't, you, you guys might know him, Sparkmaster Tape? Yeah, bro, I fucking love Sparkmaster <laughs> Tape. I've never met anybody that's ever known who he is. Like when I've showed him his music, because he doesn't reveal his I identity and shit. His music. I know of him. You oh, know, you know God, Wiz knows bro. him though. Oh, Wiz is his story. Yeah, you tapping with you tapping with Wiz about bro, that. Wiz Spark- will tell you more than you know about Sparkmaster Tape. You don't even know what he looks like. He's never revealed his identity. Wiz, Wiz yeah. does. This is all. Master Tape is super dope, man. He never reveals his identity, and his voice is like chopped up a little bit. It's like chopped and slopped a little bit, that's but crazy. not. But not really though. That sound like some shit probably. But like sure. he reminds me, he reminds me of like, of of a dude. I forgot the name of his group, like his collective that he's with or whatever. But like, uh, he reminds me of a dude that's probably writing for a shit ton of rappers, but like doesn't get the recognition. You yeah. know what I mean? And he just raps on the side. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, cause I don't, I don't even know what he would do if he performs. I think he just wears a mask and shit. And like everybody in his videos don't show their face either. You know what I mean? I so oh, it's fire. bro, you gotta check his shit yeah, out. I'll send you some sure. videos, yeah, like yeah, some yeah. of the fire shit that I know. Yeah, but he's dope. So okay, so yeah. you uh, so Goliath he's artist, Goliath, yeah, yeah, okay. Goliath artist, uh, management firm, Eminem, you know, D twelve, like Blink one eighty two, that type of shit. Um, and then, um, Paul Rosenberg left Def Jam, mm-hmm. and then he started Goliath Records with Interscope. Um, okay. Okay. And then so like he brought me in for Goliath and Shady, you know, director of A and R. Um, and then we we're just trying to format like the the new label, you know, for for Goliath. You know, it's a brand new roster so far. Vince is the only artist there on Goliath. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. More 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 to come for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. You know, Shady as well. You know, more. Are artists. they still in Soho? Uh huh. Shady still in Soho? No. So we we packed up the label like you know leaving Def Jam. 
You know what I mean? No, leaving Def Jam, going into Def Jam. Okay. So okay. like now we just like stranded. <laughs> oh, word. All you right. know, but yeah. I delivered uh, I delivered like Mass Appeal magazines to the the shady offices like way 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 back in the day. Have you been to the office itself? The, the, the yeah the the office that's what I'm saying the the one that I know about was yeah. like right there in Soho yeah it's like it's just you, crazy. you don't if even you know about it you know about yeah, it. yeah I've been there before I've been yeah. inside before yeah. just briefly you know what I mean like literally they sent me over with like ten magazines and that were like yo just drop this shit off bro I kid you not yeah like they send me the address and it's like yeah it's on the, it's on such and such floor I go up I go and go walk into the building it doesn't even said say said floor yeah and I'm like what like Go on the elevator, says said floor. You just walk out I, and you're in a fucking, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and then, like, I just enter in. And then there's, like, a whole ass, like, army type of door. And it's, like, a peephole. And it's, yep. like, yo, who, yo, yo, what you doing? Yo, who are you? Yep. Like, yo, like, yep. <laughs> got to meet him with Paul Roseberg. It's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, all right. <laughs> Lock, yeah, unlock yeah. all the 15 locks. Yeah, facts. And then, like, you just see this, like, crazy ass office. I'm yeah. Like, Jesus. All the plaques everywhere yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, Jesus. It right. was crazy. It was a vibe. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. But that was crazy, you know. And the shady parties were amazing and all that. Mm-hmm. But you know, hopefully back to you know when quarantine dies and all that shit, we could we could get back to that. But yeah, yeah, that was an amazing time. And you know, I was managing. You know, I was interning at Shady, but then you know also managing. No, I'm managing, but I was in on for Rad at the time too. Yeah, you know, just formulating songs and shit and working on the project. Um really great time and i remember just like everybody was over at def jam i ended up helping them pack and um i was like yo dart like i need to connect you with rad we over at def jam you know and then like i get a call during the meeting and i didn't answer because we were in a meeting and shit and then like i leave and i return that call and i take a photo of def like i'm at the def jam logo I take a photo all yeah. that shit and then like um i call back and they're like yeah this is such and such like we're the temp agency like like, um, they just hired you over at Def Jam. I'm like, nigga, I was just up there. Like, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, crazy, surreal moment. And then, like, I just figured it out. And I just, like, ended up starting, like, probably, like, a couple weeks later. Okay. You know, sure. A&R research and did that from 2018 to early 2020. You know, and then at some point, that's when it became, like, oh, it's a numbers thing and, you know, that type of shit. Yeah. And, you know, you gotta, you gotta play the politics a bit and... I fucking hate that. You know, but I think the problem was for me is that I'm such a passionate music guy that when you tell me it's just about numbers, yeah, that's when it pisses like, me off. Yeah, yeah it not me. like it pisses me. It, it did, but like for the most part, it's just like my spirit is not attached to the job anymore. Yeah. You know, like now I'm just a robot. I'm like, all right, you want these numbers? Here you go. These are all these fucking artists that are like doing numbers right now. Yeah. But are they talented? Do they, are they qualified? They have longevity and shit. I don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. This is what's required of me. And I'm just like trying to figure out my like exit strategy and then boom, you know, um, blessing came from the sky and shout out Paul Rosenberg and you know, we here signing events and yeah. Hell you yeah. know, and I just, you know, again, going back to what I said earlier, it's just like I believed in him. And, you know, I was pitching a bunch of artists, but, you know, I'm starting to figure out, like, my relationship with Paul in terms of, like, my taste and if he fucks with it. And, you know, we hit it off. And then um, that's when 
like Vince Ass comes about and it's just like, damn, like he fucks with him. Like, oh shit, finally somebody gives a fuck. Like, yeah, yeah, it's crazy, right? When you get that first one where everybody's like, oh, this is dope. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Like, yo, let's do this right now. <laughs> you know, yeah. but um, yeah, that was a that was a crazy time. And um, I happened to be in LA the same time Vince happened to be in LA for the first time. And, mm-hmm. you know, we connected and, you know, we ended up figuring it out. And, you know, that was the first time he over at Goliath. And I think it's been a really great one. And, flagship artist and yeah. for so many how does he and how's he feeling i'm sure he's super excited as an artist where he's like work to be affiliated with like such a an established like management system and you know label yeah. just in general yeah. you know yeah so like, he's just signed to uh goliath through the on the label side mm-hmm. but like you know my boy matt manages him who's doing an incredible okay. job and um we just we just all collectively are really in tandem with what's going on and yeah trying to get the best music out properly, you know, and, and strategize as to what's next and, you know, how to make him a star for real and, you know, the star that he, he is. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been a long time in the making and that's why I like, I kind of mentioned it in every like tweet or like Instagram was like, yo, like this been a making for like four years. Like Word. he was like one of those, like out of all artists, he was the only one that was just like, I want to work with him. That's like, I want to executive produce a project of his mm-hmm. or like A&R and that was been on my goal bucket list for like three years straight yeah yeah and just you know you write down your goals and shit now they're here you know yeah. what I'm saying yeah yeah for really. real and you know first of many and you know now we're about to like really structure this roster crazy and mm-hmm. um Vince is gonna gonna go off and mm-hmm. on, on on and on is just like gonna be the the starting point of everything yeah you, you know, know you need p if you need pc tweezy man i'll reach out to him bro no for sure <laughs> man we got have you have you have you seen the new on and on video vince's video yeah i have not all right well we're gonna play that shit yeah. Right yeah. hell yeah because i'm gonna yeah. toss it on the screen when when we uh when we get you know post edit hell yeah uh but i really fucked with this song a lot um thank you turn my lock off you can hear everything right yeah, yeah. yeah. cries in the street Gunshots for the police. Sirens for the block as you fall in the sleep. Pray to God your soul to keep in these desolate times. Have you heard, have you listened to his music yet? Yeah. He played me some when we was in LA recently. Yeah, fuck with this video Pepping too. East. I like it already, yeah. yeah. From the womb to the tomb, so it's safe to assume you wanna test to see what's next to see your loved one soon. The east side of the tracks to an eye where it's at, you wanna ask about as you put the region on the map. Now my life is a G till they place me in the plot. Only true question is, is you down for me? Who made the beat? Uh, this guy, Chef Lonray and Vince. Oh, he makes his own beat, yeah. Other than the baby face, black flag, nickel plate, nine to your spine, realize when you come to play, blew a black flag in it, beans in the cabinet, 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 beans in the cabinet, beans in the cabinet, beans in the Engineer did his thing on this shit too. OD, yeah. OD. Same guy. This shit is hard. This like, just got yeah. a nice bounce to it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, this shit is a good vibe, you know? Yeah. 
the aesthetic of the video. Like, shout out Vince, you did your thing with that. Yeah, hell yeah. Shout out Vince. The director, that. the producer. Everybody. Definitely, we'll get him. We'll get him on here one day, man. Like I said, we could have gave him a call if he was if he was chilling, man. But we'll we'll make it happen one day. Yeah, for sure. Um. Well, yeah, fire. that shit's fire, right? Yeah, I can I can always appreciate some fire shit, bro, for real. Yeah, me too, man. I think, not for nothing, I think when B introduced me to his music in Cali, like, I didn't, I, it probably was the space I was in, I wasn't as receptive, mm -hmm. and the damn show wasn't that song, because I yeah, know yeah, if yeah. it was that, then I would have been like, all right, this is fire. And it's crazy how, too, like, the, the, the environment that you're in when you listen to something can totally change. Yeah, it's absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you, like... There was times in the art in the studio, like I don't know, man. Cause shout shout out to this to shout out to Solomon Five, man. Like when I was working with him, shout like Solomon, he's Facts. super dope. I think he can be one of the greatest artists of all time. Absolutely, hundred percent, hundred percent. Even though we don't work together anymore, like I still full heartedly believe. His pen is crazy. His pen game is crazy, bro. It's insane. You know what I mean? But like I remember being in the studio with him at a. Dimension Studios in, in Lower East Side. Dimension you guys have been incredible. at a yeah, yeah, yeah. great studio. And like, he one takes everything, right? Like, mm. we walked in, he has all his shit ready to go before we get in, bro. Yep. And I just will go back into, I go back into thinking like, bro, literally, the engineer and the engineer's assistant were sitting right next to me. Engineer's in front of me, the engineer's assistant is like sitting right next to me, bro. And they were literally like this. Like, yo, what the fuck? Like, it was like a crazy fucking moment. It was probably one of the more special moments that I've had as like, as like being in the studio and working with like an artist and shit. And like, even listen to his shit in a studio and listen to it at home, it still gave me the sound of the mm -hmm. same effect. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's the power of fucking music, yeah, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah. this shit is crazy. Shit is crazy good, man. Shout out to the engineers, man. Y'all make yeah. us look real good. Yeah, the engineer, yeah, I mean, you said the same dude who made the beat engineered yeah, it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. Matt. Uh, Chef Lonre. Chef Lonre. Chef yeah. Shout out to Chef Lonre. But I want to, you know, before we de before we get out of here, I want to play something for you too. I want to put a video on. Uh, of mine? Yeah, man. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're here. I didn't know you were coming. So when, yeah, when, yeah, I, when no I came doubt. here, uh, I saw I saw this one video. Uh, it's with another dude. Something A. It's like a. He's got like initials or whatever. Oh, Avo. Emmy. Avo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like crazy. That. Let's play that. Facts. Because I'm gonna put that shit up on the screen, and I want people to know where they can find you too. So. Appreciate that, brother. Got Thank you. you. Got you, of course. Cause we, you know, before before we play this shit, you know, it's probably gonna come. This is gonna come out after, but you know, you know what's happening tonight at nine o'clock, right? What? Big fight. There's a fight tonight. Oh, yes. Oh, uh, UFC fight. No. No boxing match. Box yes. Jake Paul, Ben Askren. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Bro, that shit's going down. I got money on Jake Paul beating Ben Askren's ass. I don't bro. even know who the other dude is, but I probably got my ben money Askren? on Jake Paul. Ben Askren is a famous UFC fighter, but he's like known. He was an Olympic wrestler. Okay. He's got mm -hmm. no hands. Oh Jesus! And people are like bullshitting because Jake Paul knocked knocked out Nate Robinson yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but Lord. like, but now nah, he got he, he got hands. Yeah, he's got yeah, if hands, you watch, bro. He has technique. He has yes. Yeah, you bro. I was watching an interview with like Mike Tyson and Joe Rogan and all of them. And they were like, "Yo, Jake Paul can nah, really he, fight." Yeah, it's you know not just about like how he was punching Nate. It's the whole it's just, stance. Yeah, 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 you know all that shit goes into boxing. So yo, you heard it here first. I called it. Jake Paul's gonna win this shit. But fucking yo. The same fighters that were telling that were saying Ben Askren has no hands are the same fighters saying Jake Paul does. You know what I'm saying? So I can only take that at, you know as what's the Aaron Paul fact. like? Uh, I'm not Aaron Paul. Uh, Aaron Lamar. Carter. Yeah, Aaron Carter and Lamar. Odom. That's just happening soon, bro. I think that's just, that's, who do you think's gonna win, bro? <laughs> Lamar Odom is six ten. 
So I'm, I'm. Did you watch his no? Did you watch Aaron Carter's no jumper interview talking nah. about it? Uh, every time I see him on no jumper, I'm like, I should watch. You this. got to, bro. It's yeah. just so entertaining. Uh, I got, and I also have way too much time on my hands. Like, literally, shout that's all I do. No jumper. Yeah, shout yeah, out nah. no jumpers and shit. No jumpers. Shout out no jumper. <laughs> uh, fucking, I watch like I watch I watch podcasts and interviews like it's a job. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I truly like enjoy watching interviews and like really getting to know people and shit. Yeah, hell and yeah. eventually with this shit, like this shit's gonna like I try not to make this so much music oriented. I try to make I'm eventually want to turn this into more like investigative journalism shit where like I'm mm-hmm. going out into like some wild shit. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like yeah. and really getting to know like the deep society of like underground society of people and shit. But that type of stuff always amazes me and shit. And you know, like I said, I watch all that stuff, you know, I watched the Aaron Carter interview because I'm like, I got to see what this, what this guy's yeah. talking about. Yeah. But he was like, yo, I'm training 10 hours a day. This man's so skinny. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. He still looked like he lived in the rock star life. <laughs> yeah, like, All right, let's play your shit real quick. Swear. Any of you on your singing shit, I know you be on this. Oh, with Rad, I know you know that. You heard Benzo, they heard Benzo. I know, they know. Turn to the max to my name in the Forbes. Killing this shit in the name of the Lord. Something that's stuck always ready for war. Smoke till I'm dead, my body a court. It's winter in Cali, I'm rocking the short. I shop at the store, everything I afford. I shop when I'm bored. Surf on the wave, hop on the board. I got the sauce, you wanna absorb. She used to ignore. She thought I was poor. She wanna explore, but I'm not a whore. Hey, hey, my crib on the shore. She wanna more. Flame on the court. Mention my name. These niggas is door. This shit is a game. This shit is a sport. Putting in pain. From Mickey, don't ever compare me, that shit gonna fit me. My daddy and Ricky, I don't get too and I'm Finny. Blood on my clothes, I'm a butcher like Benny. Big on my shot in the post like I'm Timmy. Man, turn on like I'm Timmy. And who's the other dude? Avo is the producer of the beat. And he um he injured, he records me too. He injured okay, me. Uh, executive producing my upcoming album and all that. That's my guy. Bitch. Yeah, I'll make sure you get this clip too. So. Appreciate Yo, man, that's like honestly one of the better ways to end this show. Yo, I, I really appreciate you guys coming on, man. Especially, yeah, I was, I'm glad to have you, man. Like, it, it's always, this is my first time having two guests on at once. So, yeah, it's like my first time <laughs> trying to, like, fucking, you know, go back and forth. I think yeah. we did a great job, man. Absolutely. This shit was dope. You know yeah, what I mean? Sure. Yeah. So, I appreciate you, Brandon. Thank you for coming on, bro. Appreciate you. This is coming out next week, Riz. Thank this you. Is coming for out next week. Us. Of course, yeah. bro. Anytime. Like, I told Radmans, I was, and I told, I think I told Mad was last episode, I was like, bro, Mogul Club's always fucking yeah. welcome here. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, and eventually, when shows come back and shit, Fuck it, we'll do some shit live. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. at one of y'all shows or whatever backstage or yeah, yeah. you know we'll, we'll really like document some shit. You know what I mean? Now so, for sure, when to come back for sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure, man. But I appreciate you guys coming through. Uh, continue doing what you're doing, man. I'm I'm always watching this shit. I'm always keeping an eye on everything. You know what I mean? So I'm always I'm always here. You know. Likewise, thank you yeah, for having absolutely, me, man. Absolutely, bro. Of thank course, you, bro. Of yeah. course, of course. Swoop.